All right, you're still part of the journey. Do remember to drop us a voice note. Any of the topics that we've been covering today, as I said, it's a jam-packed show from beginning to end. Uh, it is 0605842250 to give your reaction to any of the stories that we've been covering here on hashtag MSWNRC. Also on Twitter, uh, the conversations mainly centered around corruption. Siabonga Maluka says it looks like FIFA needs to ban a lot of people in football. Corruption is on the high level uh, when it comes to those uh, top officials uh, within the sport. I'll take more of your comments as well uh, coming through on uh, Twitter. Now, as we continue with our quest to, uh, I guess, catch up with the young South African football players who are raising the flag very, very high abroad, writing their names in the history books. We are so proud, man. We are very, very proud. And tonight we're going to be going all the way to uh, Fleetwood Town uh, where we find the 17-year-old Katejo Mashiko, uh, who is standing by to chat to us. Ah, and 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 what and what a time that he's been able to have uh, all round. Uh, Katlejo, good evening. Welcome to hashtag MSW. Uh, hi Rob, how are you? Thanks for having me. <laughs> I'm very good. In fact, very proud. Um, when I see your name up in in lights, and I'm thinking. He's one of ours. This is our man. This is our boy doing very well. You've settled in well. Congratulations. How's life over there? Uh, yeah, life is very good. Um, I'm enjoying every single bit of it. Uh, playing football every day. That's what every kid wishes for since you're growing up. Um, that's what you want to do. So at the moment, I'm very, very good. And when you talk about the settling down period, uh, put us in the picture, yo. When did you go across uh, to Ireland? Um, I went across to Ireland when I was five years old. Um, oh. My mom got a job opportunity in Ireland. Um, she was getting a bit homesick. So we decided to move over, um, uh, me and my dad, to follow her over. Uh, I started... But then she brought me up to my old, uh, to my local football club, Phoenix FC, just on the weekend because I didn't really have anything to do on the weekends. Um, didn't really know much about football. Because um, of the climate change in Ireland, I was playing with my hands down my pockets because it was too cold. <laughs> um, but um, then I gradually uh, went on. Uh, I became captain for uh, Phoenix. Uh, I stayed there for probably about seven years until under 13th. And and then I just moved, I moved on. Uh, I went to St. Kevin's, uh, probably the best club in uh, Ireland at the moment, schoolboy club. Mm. Uh, have produced players such as Damien Duff, uh, Robbie Brady, Jeff Hendricks, mm. who are... Uh, have played in the Premier League and who are still playing the Premier League at the moment. And from there, I got spotted by an agency called Quarian Sports. Uh, Quarian Sports brought me over to Fleetwood Town and came here for a week. I trained on the Monday, trained on the Tuesday, had a game on the Wednesday. After the game, uh, they were my agent saying they wanted to sign me. I mean, that's that just sounds like something of a fairy tale where you leave South Africa at the age of five, uh, you settle that side, mom settles into her job, dad joins, you join, and you and football are not friends at all. But 
the love of the game, was that rapid for you? Katlejo, was it quite quick that you were able to adapt to the sport and have the passion for it? Because without the passion, you, you can never be where you are right now. Yeah, exactly. Um, I say I've got I've got it from my dad. To be honest, um, he's a massive supporter of football. Uh, I just remember uh, every Saturday sitting in the living room, me, uh, my mom, and my dad in a small apartment, um, watching Liverpool play. Him always shouting, Stephen Gerrard, Stephen Gerrard. <laughs> so that's that's where I say I've gotten um, my love for the game. To be honest, and seeing him. Um, have so much passion mm. from just watching TV. I felt like, why can I not do that? Uh, what's stopping me? And uh, I joined football and I'm loving every single bit of it. And just in terms of adjusting, I know that obviously as a kid it's easier to adjust to. Uh, sure, it's English, but you know, in Ireland, sometimes you can never hear what the Irish are saying, even if they're speaking English themselves. So, but for you, how how easy or difficult was it to to adjust to that level of life or that level of speaking or lingo or communicating? Yeah, yeah it was it was difficult uh, because when I came to Ireland at five, I didn't really know how to speak English. Um, uh, my mom kept on insisting, kept uh, even in the house, she stopped me from speaking Stohana, mm. saying I have to speak English only, uh, so I can learn in school um, and not struggle to talk to people or make friends. So I, I think the selling, selling down part was probably hard, especially with the climate change um, from South Africa being so hot to come into Ireland and it being minus numbers, so something that I wasn't really used to. Well, you got used to it very quickly, though, because I'm going to fast track here, Gatlejo, and go to the weekend where I believe, and from the little footage I've seen, you guys were playing in freezing temperatures. There were strong winds, relentless rain. It was a very difficult afternoon to play football in, but guess what? Gatlejo Mashejo managed to score the one and only goal to get victory against, historically, Tranmere Rovers. Congratulations. But how do you feel about that? Yeah, here you are today, just a week, well, a couple of days after the, the important victory. Uh, yeah, I'm all the lads buzzing. We're all delighted to get the win because, uh, as I said, that was probably the worst condition I've ever played in my life. Wow. It was horrible. And... Um, uh, you could clearly control the ball, um, bubbly, bubbly surface kind of. Uh, but we all stuck together. Uh, we played as a team, and luckily the ball fell down to me at the edge of the box, and it was only going one way, and that was the back of the net. And just the feeling, though, you know, final whistle. Uh, I've always known of, you know, Tranmere at the highest level as being uh, historically one of the, you know, the top clubs that uh, anybody wants to go there and, and, and beat. And you guys were able to beat them uh, with just your goal. When that final whistle went, what was your reaction? Oh, it was a massive relief, uh, especially to have scored the only goal as well. Um, uh, but, um, yeah, everyone was delighted. And uh, we just couldn't. We just couldn't believe that we managed to play 90 minutes in that sort of weather. Mm. But uh, yeah, Tranmere were a very good side. 
tough. Uh, didn't give up and they kept us on our toes. So that keeps us in the top six heading into the Christmas break, which is in a really good place for us at the moment. I mean, you mentioned a big name, probably one of the players that I, I, I so admired because of his ability on the ball, and that's, uh, uh, you know, the, the former legend, uh, Damien Duff. And, and you are there in the academy. It's a state-of-the-art academy that is there. How much of a information do they start to give you about a person like Damien Duff so that you, you, you get to understand who and what he's all about. Uh, you get to know the kind of respect that he commands globally. And what sort of relationship have you had with him? Um, at St. Kevin's, yeah. It was drilled yeah. into us. It was drilled into us every single day mm. Um, mm. to live up to the standards of Damien Duff, to uh, try and be better than Damien Duff. Um, as my coach, um, Alan Caffrey, he was very, very, very good with us. Yeah. Um, uh, he demanded huge standards. Um, everyone has to be on it uh, every, every single day. And I think uh, for him putting that pressure on us, uh, it allowed us to express ourselves. And that's how out of 18 players on my last team, um, six walked out with contracts in England. So there was great benefits from it. And just the you know the, the baby steps that you you've been able to take though Katlejo, in 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 shaping your career, you're obviously destined for great things. Uh, you what 17 years old now? Am I correct in that? Yeah, 17. What's the ultimate? Because it's it's within the age where you're breaking into, you know, national team representation. You know, there's there's home that could be calling. What are your thoughts around representing? your country or representing at national team 11? Um, it would be a huge honour to represent uh, both Ireland or South, Af- or South Africa. But to be honest with you, um, at the moment, I'm just focusing on my club career uh, with Fleetwood, trying to get um, a new contract for next year to keep me here. Mm. Uh, but if a call-up comes, uh, 100% I will look into it I will definitely consider it talk to my agent uh, my parents and we'll see what we can do and just uh, tell me have you been aware at all whether it's a junior national team level whether there has been uh, phone calls that have come through or interest shown by South Africa for you to play for your country um, no there hasn't been any interest shown from South Africa um, but who knows uh, when it's going to come hmm. and, and you know you've got options though uh, what's what's first what, what do what do the Mashikos want for their son um, the Mashikos want to be playing uh at the highest, at the highest level, uh, whether that's for Ireland or South Africa. Mm. To, at the moment, I don't really know because I'm still young, um, still finding my feet, uh, still learning by myself. Um, I have a lot of things to improve on, and 
So at the moment, I'm just enjoying and striving to be the best that I can be every day. Position-wise, just put us in the picture in terms of Katlejo Mashejo. Uh, what is your favorite position right now? Because you're getting returns as far as goals are concerned, uh, which makes you into what? Uh, I'm a central midfielder. Um, I'm comfortable in all areas, which could be the number six, the number eight, or number ten. Mm. Or my favorite position will probably be uh, the number eight, box to box. I believe there's a voice note that's uh, come through. South Africans listening to this uh, conversations have been uh, quite happy and excited on both on social media as well as on the WhatsApp voice note. Yeah, uh, yes, uh, Robbie. I'm, I read a lot about this boy on, on internet, you know, and uh, I'm also following him. Uh, even the game you, you, you just talk about now, the freezing game, I also saw uh, the clips on, on, on YouTube. I mean, he seems to be doing well. I just hope that... Uh, the national team selectors are listening to you uh, to your interviews with his voice uh, even the one you had last week and him so i wish he can be selected for the national team uh and you can please ask him for me how does he feel about the national team does he wants to play for for bafana bafana or he wants to play for 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 the european country the one is living in now thank you so much Rob, so, uh, for keep on bringing these boys this is unati joko in cape town thank you so much all right that's unati joko listening uh, all the way down in cape town i think we kind of partly touched on it uh, you know maybe to be fair bafana bafana the national team of south africa uh, is that something you follow much of or know about uh, whether they go into africa cup of nations qualification or whether they go into world cup qualification etc is, is that something you you pay any particular attention to um, yeah, I try to pay attention to South Africa because that's where I was born. That's where I lived uh, for five years, and where I go back every summer to visit my fa- my family. Um, yeah, I, I do pay attention to uh, the Bafana Bafana, but I don't know a lot about them. So, oh, probably in the next few weeks and months, few days, I'll start to know a bit more about them and. About more about the African Cup of Nations and how it's held and all sorts. Now, what's the ultimate for you? Here you are at Fleetwood Town. Uh, you're 17 years old. A couple of players that we've seen breaking into the English Premier League at that age. What is for you professionally a club that you've always dreamt of playing for? Um, the dream has to be. Play for play for Liverpool. Hmm. Um, that's the, that's the dream of. Um, that's the team I've always supported when I was young. Uh, that's the that's the team that uh, me and my dad used to watch. Um, as I said, he used to always scream, uh, "Steven Gerrard, Steven Gerrard!" Uh, <laughs> in the living room. But yeah, uh, to play for Liverpool at Anfield, that's the ultimate dream. I guess you'll never walk alone anthem from the cop side reverberating throughout the entire Anfield is, is something that uh, dreams are made of. And the fact that right now they sit top of the table unbeaten, the only team that's unbeaten in the EPL, uh, you know, Jurgen Klopp uh, putting paid 
uh, to Jose Mourinho again. So there are a lot of good stories that are, that are coming out from a Liverpool side. And, and that will make it even more exciting for you to try and realise your dream. Yeah, exactly. Um, and of course, Jürgen Klopp, he, he put some interest actually in, into the uh, youth, uh, youth teams. Um, at the moment, now he's trying to connect the first team and the youth uh, academy uh, together, have them all together in one facility. So he's trying to get uh, these boys into the first team and that's, that's the only way they're going to get better. But, um, yeah, Liverpool are doing very well at the moment. And uh, let's hope they keep it up and we win a Premier League this season. And uh, Joey Barton, he's still around there? Yeah, he's, uh, he's the first team manager. Yeah, yeah. How is he, though? I mean, he looks like a very temperamental chap. Um, to be honest, he's probably one of the, the nicest people I've met. Uh, he came in in the summer. Uh, he does a... He created a big, uh, big atmosphere around the club, a very good atmosphere around the club. Um, everyone was together. Um, he didn't just have the 18s, 23s and 1st team. He had the uh, 23s and 1st team together. Um, he, had the, he had all of us eating together in the canteen. And he wouldn't go past without saying hello. And as you've seen, um, he's putting a lot of trust in the, in the youth because uh, he gave a... Uh, one of my teammates, 16-year-old, um, uh, first-team debut in the Carabao Cup away at Leicester in the Kim Power Stadium. So and that just only puts trust um, and belief that us boys and lower down with the under-16s that we can actually get there and uh, we have a manager that is willing to give us the chance. Are you you're big friends with uh, Kylie Shaban? Um, yeah, I've I've known of uh, Kanye, mm. but um, haven't haven't really spoke to him now. Yeah, yeah, and, and and that's the thing though. Hence, we've been trying to touch base with everybody that's doing so well, you know, with the South African base, and tell South Africans that you know what, there's a bigger world out there. And I think his story is similar to yours in terms of how they left South Africa with the job opportunity for their parents to go and be in the UK. And people sometimes forget that you are then eligible to come back and represent your country, you know, because you play at a certain level. You've had academy football uh, that has been your hallmark. And when you, when I was asking about your position and you were able to break it down, it's not just a kid saying, ah, I like to play midfield. And you put full stop there. You're able to break it down in terms of the number, the responsibility, the area that you cover, what is needed for you to cover in that area. And if you're able to then be in a goal scoring uh, position, that converting goals is equally your duty. You know, so for me, that just makes me feel very proud about your achievements, feel very proud about uh, what you're currently doing over there. And we'll keep a tab on on all your improvements, everything that you've been doing, and we'll inform South Africans about it. And I do believe that you're on social media as well. Can people follow you on Twitter? Yeah, of course. Um, go ahead. Um, I'll even follow you back. Yeah, what is it? Katleho Mashiho underscore 10. Katleho Mashiho underscore 10. 
And that is Mashiko's spelt. Hey, we, I think we've got about two Katlako Mashikos that have played in the Premier Soccer League here in South Africa. Uh, so it's Mashiko on your side as M-A-S-H-I-G-O. I-G-O. Yeah. Yeah. And underscore 10. So, I mean, we'll follow you, uh, you know, simply because we're, we're intrigued and we love uh, to watch football. And when we see our own doing well on the other side of the world, uh, we become extremely proud. And Katlako from myself and the entire team, yeah, I mean, we've been... Uh, listening to voice notes, uh, you know, people have been talking all sorts of things. I think we have one, yeah. Hi, Robs. Katle uh, is uh, wants to play for your team, eh? the team that you're supporting, Liverpool. Hey, yeah. All right, here he is exposing me. And my allegiance, Katlako, well, thanks to you. Hopefully I'll see you uh, playing in Anfield one of these days and uh, we'll be there. At the cop, shouting uh, your name. There'll be a special song, just like there is for Mo Salah right now. <laughs> uh, thank you, Rob. And can I just say, uh, I would like to say a special thanks to uh, Beverly and Prince for all the, all they have done uh, for me in the last few weeks. I really appreciate it. And I want to say uh, a special shout-out to the Corsas, uh, Pukawa and Mashiko in South Africa. Um, I want to wish you all a very happy Merry Christmas and a uh, happy New Year. Thank you. Yeah, uh, Prince has just stepped in here. Um, uh, Prince, the, I, I couldn't just allow him to say that and, and, and you not respond. Shocket. Uh, hi, Prince. How's it, boy? Ah, uh, sharp, sharp. Nah, man. Um, no, I just want to say, you know, it's, it's, it's our pleasure um, for us to, to make sure that, you know, you, you are known out there by South Africans. And South Africans actually know the work that you are doing, the hard work that you are doing as a South African abroad. So, yeah, just want to say keep up the good work, man. We'll, we'll keep in touch. Um, we'll continue to, to, to do our best to make sure that we keep everybody um, updated about uh, your progress and everything. So, yeah, all the best. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks so much, Katleko. Uh, Have a good one. And, of course, congratulations and well done over the weekend. And uh, keep that going, okay? Okay, thanks, Rob. All right, Thank nice you. one. Thank you so much indeed. Uh, we'll take your comments. I see the lines already starting to uh, blaze. Uh, yeah, oh, it's, it's been a remarkable show. I haven't been able to uh, keep up. Let's uh, quickly find out what uh, you know the callers are saying. Uh, we'll take a quick break. When we come back as well, uh, we'll talk about none other than who Prince Sobayeni will help me guide through because he's the expert Yeah, He's been following all of these South African players plying their trade overseas and making sure that we get to connect with them as hashtag MSW so that you at home as well uh, can benefit out of knowing their progress.